Hello, guys, and welcome back to my podcast where we talk about all things weight loss. On this episode, I have Dominique. She is four months post-op and 116 pounds down. She is killing it. We're talking about so many different topics from dumping syndrome to mental health to how we deal with our body image as we're losing the weight. If you are interested, then keep on listening. Um, okay, so we're just gonna like jump into it, just get started. That's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself, whatever you want to share with us um, to start. So, with. my name is Dominique. I'm 26, and I had VSG about four months ago, March 3rd, right before quarantine. Right before like everything went crazy. Okay, That's I think awesome. so. It uh, in California, it got shut down right the 10th or like yeah. the 11th. Yeah, and mine was right before, like, so I barely made it. Wow, yeah, my brother's birthday is on St. Patrick's Day, so March 17th. Okay. And I remember that day specifically where we were like, Wait, should we go to the store and like buy a bunch of things? Like, I remember that, so yeah, you got it mm-hmm. right before. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I barely oh, made it. I know so many girls that, um, well, my last podcast, she hers was supposed to be in March, and now it's next mm-hmm. week. Oh, so, so she's she had praying, yeah, it. she's praying that mm. it doesn't get pushed back again because you know they're starting to close some. She's in yeah. San Diego. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't because I can't imagine having to keep postponing it and having to keep going through yes. the pre-op diet again. It was just, oh, yeah, no, I know. poor thing. So, so four months ago, so March. So how are you feeling yeah. being four months post-op? I'm feel? good, actually. I'm down 116 pounds. Oh my goodness! So, How excited yeah. are so, you? I'm excited. So I lost 54 pounds before surgery. Awesome. And then after surgery, I believe it's 60. Yeah. Wow. The so wait, first. how much yeah. are you down? So 116. That is amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. I remember. Yeah, I feel like. So I got mine in August, September, October. Mm-hmm. By December, that's when I hit my 100 pounds. And then yeah. after that is when it slowed down for me. I mean, I did lose another 40 pounds. But now that mm-hmm. I'm almost a year, my year's coming up in August, it's like I oh. haven't lost. Like this month, I haven't yeah. lost anything. Last month, I lost zero. And the month before that, I lost two. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the first, and that's what I tell everyone, like take advantage of no. the beginning, huh? Because you're just dropping yeah. weight. Well, not only that, I remember, I remember hearing you mention that you were only in the lower 300s when you started. Yeah, correct? it was 304. Yeah. 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 Well, see, my my starting weight, well, day of surgery was 366. Okay. Yeah. And then my head, my heaviest weight was 420. Okay. So I know that my body is just going to shed it. Yes. So I'm going to, that's why I lost so much so quickly because I had a bo- higher body mass. And that's what I tell you know? people because I have people mm-hmm. message me that start at 250. Like they get surgery yeah. and they're 250 and then they lose weight and then it stops. And I'm like, you need to realize that I was 304. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that are heavier. Of course, you're going to drop a lot more. Yeah. Um, I think the first month I dropped like 30 something pounds and I was like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, like what? And then obviously yeah. it, it starts slowing down, you know? But yeah, mm-hmm. when someone, I've met people that were like 220 when they got it which is crazy really? yeah because you know like the doctors are very strict so some doctors are like yeah. no you know your bmi is not i think it what does it have to be do you remember i forget what the bmi has to be to be able to qualify for, for i most. don't know but for my doctor and my um little bariatric center that i went to 
yeah. your your minimum weight had to be 250. That was the minimum they took you at. Oh, so Which they, I mean, they it's did smart, it by pounds? You know? Yeah, they did it by pounds because you think this is such a drastic surgery yes. that why would you want to do it? Yes. And no offense to anybody who's done it, yeah. but why would you want to do all this work for only to lose 50 pounds? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You and know? I feel like, yeah, that's the mindset of doctors because it is like, yeah. this was like my final, final, I've tried everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I get people asking me like, how did you know? And I was like, I tried everything. And I just noticed yeah. every single year, I just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. bigger. And I was like, and then mm-hmm. I saw the three. I never thought that I would see the three in front of my weight. Yeah. You know, I was in the twos and I remember hitting the twos and I was like, oh my gosh. And that was like maybe a little bit after high school. And then yeah. I stopped weighing myself for years. And then it yeah. was like, wait, what? You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just, it's, it's crazy when you keep trying everything and then the numbers just keep going up and up and up. And it's yep. just it's a realization like, Oh, yes. like, whoa, you know, I have to do something about seriously, this. Seriously. And I, I mentioned it in a video a while back. Like for some reason, the holidays was when it would hit me because mm-hmm. my family, like we always dress up and all these things. And it was like, yeah. I wanted to wear cute things. And it, I went to the same, like buying a black dress or like leggings with oh. like <laughs> a black shirt, yeah. you know, it was like the same outfit year after year. And I was like, dude, it's Christmas again. And then, you know, New Year's and you're like, I'm going, this is the year. Yeah. And then December came and I was like 30 pounds heavier, no. 40, but whatever yeah, it was. The holidays. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm so happy. What was it? What's been the hardest since um, the beginning? Like the, when, since like, I had surgery? Yeah, like like, whole yeah since surgery, like the day mm. of surgery for you. I would say the drinking aspect, the drinking with yes. the no drinking with food and then just the drinking in general. So before yes. I used to be like a chugger, I would yes. drink before surgery a gallon of water a day Yeah, and I, I would just chug yeah. it. And since surgery, I can't, like I physically can't anymore, yep. you know, and before I would eat with, with so- water or soda or juice. And now I, it's so hard. That's one of the hardest things for me. That was just tough. Because I feel like my mouth is so dry, I know. you know, and it's just like, I need like something you, to like slide it down. Are you used to it now? Like, are you used to it now? Or is it still kind of like, ah, like frustrating for you? Um, Some days I want to drink when I eat. So like, I'll take like the tiniest sip yeah. just to like yeah. moisten it. Mm-hmm. But that's for me is one of the hardest things is just relearning new things, yeah. you know, and even me four months post-op. I still learn things every day. You know, it's, it's, this is a constant change. Every, like, and that's what saying, people don't yeah, understand. Like, I feel like every month has been very different for me. Like every yes. single month. Like I remember when I was four months in December and like I said in the previous video, I was like, in December, I felt so good seeing a hundred pounds lost. You're like, mm-hmm. it's not going to get better than this. I'm like, what, you know? And it does, yeah. it gets better. It's crazy. Thinking, I told my husband the other day, I was like, I felt more of a difference losing my last 40 pounds than the first hundred for some reason. Um, uh-huh. Like, yeah, it was amazing seeing the hundred loss. But then when I saw four, like the last 40 pounds, I noticed it more when I bought clothes or like mm-hmm. I watched my videos from when I started because I started my video in January. So I was already yeah. like uh, four months. I was already a hundred pounds down and I see myself yeah. and I was like, I look different. Like I look so yeah. different. It's so weird, uh-huh. you know, to see myself now, but yeah, that's crazy. No, it's crazy. I remember 
maybe late January, early February, I found your videos on YouTube because I was just going through the process, trying to prepare myself, you know, trying to understand and control yeah. my emotions. And so I found your videos on YouTube mm-hmm. and that's when I started watching you. Aww. And then I followed you on Instagram mm-hmm. and it just, it made me so relieved to know that other people have felt this way, yeah. the same Aww. that I did, yeah. you know, and that's how I followed a bunch of other people. Yes. It's like we're, we're our own little community yes. in a sense, you know, because exactly. everybody is so friendly and nice exactly. and just makes you feel comfortable. It really you know? does. Yeah. Like I was talking to Melanie on the last podcast. She gets her surgery next week. And I told uh-huh. her, and she already started her YouTube. So I told her, yeah. that's awesome. Like I wanted to start it since the beginning, but I was like, oh no. Like I didn't know if I was going to be open about it. I don't know. I didn't know if I was going to just like tell my yeah. family and kind of just be like, you know, a little low key. But then I was like, you know what? No. Cause again, I was searching people on YouTube and I did find a lot of people, but then I found, I didn't find what I wanted all the time. Like I would have to go searching for people and then like some people weren't very consistent. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. But I told my husband, when I start YouTube, I need to post every week. So like, yeah, because it's like, I'm that type of person. Like if I'm going to start something, I'm going to go all in. I'm not going to just like do a little bit, you know, because then it's, I don't know. Uh And it's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to do YouTube. But no, I, cool. I can't even imagine just shooting and then editing mm-hmm. and then posting and then finding new content to post. It's it's a full time job in yeah, a sense, you know. Yeah, and I'm and I've been thinking about this whole podcast thing because I was like, dude, I'm never gonna find. Um, it's never going to be where I, I don't have something to talk about because I've had people and it's so awesome. Like I have so many people right now messaging me like to be on it. So mm-hmm. like. Up until the that's end of wonderful. Yeah. Up until yeah, the end of August, wonderful. I have someone every week. So I'm that's like, crazy. yeah, I'm like, that's so cool. And it's like, I want to have every, like Melanie, she was, she's pre-op, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. like everyone four months. And then, um, next week I have someone that's five years post-op. So it's like, wow. What, and she's pregnant. So it's like crazy. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. She got it at like, I think she said she was, she was 17 when she got it. Her parents had to wow. sign off on it. Yeah. So it's like, I can't wait to talk to her. She used to work with me and I didn't even know she had it until she brought it up. And I was like, wait, what? Uh-huh. She's like, I got it five years ago. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. But everyone has a different I mean, that, story. That's, that, that, that's good for her because I'd rather have done this sooner you know i'm 26 I know. i'd rather have done this when i'm 20 me too 21 me too you know, like yeah, yeah like we're, we're still young yeah you know but still like yeah, i would I just know. just imagine how things would have been in our mid-20s early 20s i always think about out. that yeah because my birthday's next week i'm going to be i'm going to be 29 which is crazy like i'm close to mm-hmm. 30 and yeah i think about that all the time i'm like man if i would have done this yeah 21 22 yeah. like what would life have been? And, you know, a lot of people are always like, when's the right time? And I'm like, right now, do it now, you know? When they're, yeah, whenever they're ready, because this is such a drastic change. And it's like, you have to be prepared 100%. Yes. Like, you can't just go in it half-ass. Like, no, you have to be committed 100 because you're going to cheat, you're going to fail, you're going to have to get a revision and why go through all that? twice exactly yeah like you need to be 100% in it to do this yeah my doctor would tell me like um he would tell me like this is a once in a lifetime thing if and it's the first 12 months it's like 
time to go, you know? It's like mm -hmm. no playing around, no nothing because, and he's like, this is the most like dramatic thing you can do to lose weight. So when people yeah. don't give a hundred percent in the first 12 months, it's kind of like, you know, like, what are you doing? What, yeah. what are you, why did you do this to yourself? You yeah. Know? And it's, it's a lot. It's really, really hard. I feel like people, um, you know, like people see me and the weight that I've lost and they're like, Oh, it's cause you got the mm -hmm. surgery. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like I got the surgery, but it's like, yeah. it's all the work in between. It's not just yeah. getting the surgery and it just falls off, you know, like people, people see the outcome. They don't see the day to day. They don't see yep. us meal prepping. They don't see us getting up and working out. Exactly. They don't see us struggling with the stuff we have to struggle yeah, with. And like they just the see the outcome. part of it. My gosh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I, the mental part has been, I think the, the toughest mm -hmm. because, you know, I I've agree. lost 116. I still see myself big. Yep. I still like, it's so funny. Like, even though California was shut down when we had, when we were reopened and had restaurants, I would be like, no, we can't sit in a booth. We have, we have to yep. sit in a chair. Yep. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I was yep. like, no, I, I can't sit in a booth. Can we just please Isn't that sit crazy? on the table? You're crazy. Yeah. And they're like, crazy. they're like, Dominic, you can, you can sit. And I was like, oh yep. yeah. Like it, it takes a while yep. for your brain to it's just quick. process everything, yep. you know? It's crazy. I like, have a, a similar story like that. My sister-in-law is my, is the same size as I am now. And mm -hmm. she um, asked me to wear like the bottom of my swimming uh, bathing suit or whatever. And then I was like, yeah. what do you mean? It's there are two X. <laughs> They're not going to fit you. And she's looking at me like, and I'm like, what? And she's like, you're not a two X. She's like, oh, she's like the last ones you yeah. bought are a medium. And I'm like, and I literally oh. stared at her like, like literally yeah. so quiet. And she just started laughing. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I don't know. Your it's, brain doesn't believe it. No, it doesn't click. It literally doesn't click. No. It's so weird. And I, I'm sure that's going to happen for a long time. You know? Yeah. it's. I'm sure it's going to happen just because just think we were big for so long in so many years. We, our brains can't process what's going on, you know? know. So and it happens fast. You lose the weight fast, yeah. you know? Like, I can't believe it's almost going to be a year that I got my surgery. It's so weird to me. I remember driving down. I got mine in San Diego, and I remember driving mm -hmm. super early and getting there. And yeah. now it's a year. Like, what? Time goes by so That's crazy. Fast. I remember the first month, and you can talk a little bit about how your first month was. I remember the first month, I was like, this is never going to end. Like I felt <laughs> miserable. Right? Uh, How was your first yeah. month? So for my doctor, he made us do three weeks full liquids. So just protein shakes, crystal lights, water, Gatorade. Um, that was just three months or three weeks. Post the next three post up. The next three weeks was soft food. So eggs, cottage cheese, pudding, yeah. all sugar free. Mm -hmm. And then after that, so now we're in what six weeks, then I can eat regular food. Yes. But I I was so emotional the first three weeks after yes, me surgery. Too. Me too. I was I was meant I, even though like it would take me an hour and a half to finish one shake, I was mentally hungry. Yeah. I wasn't physical hungry, it was mental. Yeah. And and it was just the it was the worst for yeah. me just because you know, I have a large family and when they would go get fast food or go eat, 
I would have to go upstairs or I would go outside because the, the smells, yeah. like it made me want to cry. Not just yeah. because like, oh, like they can eat and I can't. It was, I was craving food. I was mourning food. So who do you, like, if you don't mind me asking, who do you live with? No, so I live with my parents okay. and my three younger sisters. Okay, and they all yeah is are is your family? Does everyone kind of struggle with weight or? My parents do. Um, my sisters don't. Okay, but we're we're a very athletic family. Okay, so we played softball ever since we were like four years old. Oh wow! Okay. We did volleyball. We did um, basketball. So we're very athletic, mm-hmm. but. I think if we weren't, I think my sisters would be big as well. Just okay. we have the genes. Are they younger you know? than you? Yeah. So it's me, 26. And then my young, my second oldest sister, our youngest sister is 21. And then it goes 20. And then it goes 16. Okay. So it's just, we just got bad genes, yeah. <laughs> you know, bad. And then you have a lot have, of, like, you have a, a good amount of people in your house. So I'm sure everyone yeah. lives their own life, does their own thing. So, yeah. yeah. So how were they um, that month after? Were they supportive? Like when- They were very supportive. That's awesome. Um, they tried not to eat in front of me. You know, they tried How did that make you feel, and- though? Did that make you, did you want them to do that? Or were you kind of like, stop doing that? Because I was kind of like, my... Um, well, <laughs> when I was in the hospital, my husband, like he lost like 90 pounds since my surgery, which is crazy. Wow. Just, good for him. Yeah. For he him. just, honestly, and I always say, and it sounds so stupid, but honestly, I think we were fat because of me, because I was <laughs> the one that was like, yeah. we're going to start a diet. And then that night I was like, I had a stressful day. I want pizza. And like, he would never say no to me because I would yeah. be in a bad mood. I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to go by myself. And it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it's embarrassing to talk about it because I think of myself of how I was and now we talk about it and he's like, you don't even uh-huh. know how you would get. And I was like, no, I, I was like, I do, I do. I remember, yeah. you know, and it's so embarrassing. And now it's like, he lost a lot of weight. Um, but anyways, uh-huh. surgery, I remember like he stayed there with me and stuff and my dad would like bring food for him and he'd bring him like Carl's Jr. And you know, whatever. Yeah. And he'd be like, uh-huh. I'm like, did you eat? And he was like, yeah. And, and I'm like, what? And he's like, why? Like, why are you asking me? And yeah. then he's like, I eat a burger. Like, and cause it would be like outside eating it or whatever. But, um, uh-huh. in the first month, two months, I noticed people kind of would not eat in front of me and stuff until I yeah. said, you know what, you guys stop. Like it makes me feel uncomfortable. Eat how you're gonna eat, and that's it. I have to live my life and I have to make my decisions. You know what I mean? I didn't yeah. want people to have to change just because of how I eat or have to eat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That was just me. No. So with me, I think the first week, I the first two weeks really, I whenever they would eat, I would go upstairs. So we live in like a townhouse, so okay. we have two levels, and I would go upstairs because the smells would just it's crazy what food does to you. Yeah, it's crazy. No, absolutely. And so I would have to go upstairs or I would go outside and just sit outside because the smells, yeah. you know. And then once I could eat string cheese, once I could eat pudding, it was I was fine. Yeah, I was fine. Yeah. And I, when I had my first string cheese and tuna, I cried. I remember. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm laughing because I remember me eating my first string yeah. cheese. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It was so. It was so I was good. like, "This is what food tastes like," yeah. you know. Like, it, it was crazy. Just the, the emotions you go through, you know. It's it's crazy. It's really and really crazy. Now, even now, 
because I still eat different from them. You know, um, I'm, I'm okay with them eating. Like if I'm not hungry, I'm okay with them eating in front of me. I don't mind the smell. I don't, it doesn't yeah. bother me yeah. anymore. Did, were but, you, were you nauseous and stuff in the beginning? Like did that food gross you out? So I loved broth before surgery. Okay. I, I loved broth. And the night before surgery, um, my cousin made me like a bunch of like veggie broths and like meat broths. To get you know? ready. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. To get ready. And after surgery, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stand the smell. I couldn't do broth. I couldn't look at it. I just, I would start gagging. Yeah, I, I couldn't do broth. I, I was couldn't. so grossed out. Yeah. Even today, I can't look at soup. Just the That's smell. Crazy. just. Yeah. And I love broth. I love chicken noodle soup. I loved clam chowder. Mm -hmm. And just now, just the smell, I, I can't do it. Dang. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so did any of your, someone asked me the other day, did your taste buds change? Like, is there something that you like? Well, you don't like that. But is there something that you didn't like before that you might like now? I was never, like, I, I'm Hispanic. So we eat salsa really with everything. Yes. But I kind of didn't. Okay. So I was like salsa with chips. That's okay. really how I would do salsa. Yeah. Now I put that on everything. everything Eggs, yeah. chicken. Like I can't get enough of salsa. Yeah. I buy like the big paste from like Walmart or Costco. I put that on everything. Just yeah. I I need it every day. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like I don't know why that and um I was never a big fan of cheese. Okay. Before and I love cheese. Maybe because that was the first thing we were allowed to eat. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, that's so funny. I have to have the string cheese every day. Okay. Yeah. I have string cheese a lot too. And then I've been buying like, mm -hmm. um, at Target, they have it like in a little square, like, and it's like a little package. Um, and it's like uh -huh. a little square already. So, and those are good too. But yeah, cheese is my go-to also. Like when no. I'm starving, I just grab cheese. Yeah. That's like one of my snacks even though like we're not so like my program we're not supposed to eat snacks it's supposed what? to be meals okay, yeah so like yeah explain explain what how they want you to eat because everyone's different it's weird yeah so pre-op i they, my doctor never put me on a two-week pre-op diet okay. it was the day before me too was i was only one only. day i was only one day also yeah yeah so i was like when i found out that i was so excited because i was like i'm not gonna do this for two weeks, you people, know, man, and people have to do like I don't know two to do three it. weeks. And I'm like, I only did one day of liquids, clear liquids. Were you, was yeah. yours clear too? Yeah. Clear liquids. Okay. Um, I can do apple juice. That was like the only juice I was allowed to have. Okay. But, um, clear liquids, broth, jello, um, applesauce I could have done. Yeah. But I, I was so lucky and so happy that it was just one day because I would not have, have survived. I know. I thought about weeks. that. I thought about that too. And I'm like, man, they only made me do a day. Yeah. Yeah. And then post-op, they want me to do 84 grams of protein a day, 84. which, okay. Yeah. And see, then yeah, they they want, at this 60. stage. So see, everyone's different. Everyone's different. So they did it based on my height. Okay. And gender for me okay. or for, for our program. So 84 a day. And then they want me to range between 500 to 700 calories a day. Okay. At this, at the months I am at right now. Okay. So I'm like, okay, like it's not too bad. Sometimes I eat a little less. Sometimes I hit the 
600. You know, it just Wait, depends Wait, so right on... now at four months, that's what they want you at? 600? Mm -hmm. 500. 500 to 600. Do you see yourself passing that or is it hard to even get to that right now? Some, it depends. On the days that I work out, I'm hungrier than normal. Okay. And I think it's just because you're burning a lot and you're exercising and stuff. Yeah. But then other days, I barely hit it. Like, I still can't even eat. I barely can eat one leg. You know what? I'm trying, I'm trying to think back four months. Yeah. Uh -huh. Four months, I was barely eating. Yeah. I'm really Like, like now... I can't eat. So because it's different. I'm, yeah, sometimes I'm like, wait, I can't eat normal, and and I get kind of mm -hmm. scared. I've never had dumping syndrome. Have you experienced dumping syndrome? So I haven't experienced it with sugar. Okay. I've experienced it with fat. Okay. And I heard that um, my doctor said it can be both sugar and fat, or a combo of both. Yeah. But so with me, it's been pesto. Okay. And pesto is high in fat. Oh wow. So okay. whenever I eat pesto, I go to the bathroom like within oh, wow. 10 minutes okay. and then but have you had to like vomit like has that have you okay. the other end yeah the other yeah. end yeah um so i get really bad stomach cramps with it um what else so i don't know it could be high fat but steak every time i eat steak it just goes through me yeah, they, I, I honestly, I didn't have my first steak till a couple of weeks ago because my, really? doctor, yeah, my doctor told me like, stay away from steak. And I wasn't big on steak anyways. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. He said, when you have steak, you have to chew and chew and chew. Yeah. You know, I'm huge on chicken. I like ground turkey. Like I like all those yeah. things. So steak to me was like, whatever. And it, we went over to one of my husband's friends and he made steak. So I was like, Okay, like it's gonna be my first time yeah. to try it, and I was fine, but I just made sure to keep chewing and chewing, chewing. until it was very, yeah. you know, um, and I was fine. But yeah, it's weird to think, yeah, four months I was not eating a lot because I'm thinking, man, 500 calories, like that's a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, and now, like, okay, do you eat protein bars? Like, do you ever eat protein bars? I'm just if trying I'm to working. Yeah. I, so I used to work at a yoga land. I just resigned like two weeks ago. Okay. So when I was working, I would eat a protein bar just because I didn't want to eat and then be super full or like yeah. full because yeah. I was on my feet eight hours a day. Yeah. So I would eat a protein bar just to keep going, you know, but it takes me like 30 minutes to eat it. Yeah. I, I can't eat it in like 10 minutes. Because that's what I, I've always, I've been doing protein bars since pretty early on, maybe, maybe three months, but I remember three yeah. months, four months, I could only eat like half. Um, mm -hmm. like in one sitting, I would eat half and now I can eat that thing in like, five, in like five <laughs> yeah. minutes. It literally, I can like, but then it depends on which one, because have you had, uh, the think bars? No, I've only tried quest. Okay. So my favorite, favorite bars are the think bars. Cause they're like mm -hmm. thicker and then the power crunch. Oh, the power crunch. I, they it's are good. so good. They're like a wafer, uh -huh. like a wafer cookie. Ooh, yeah, yeah. No. If, okay. When you try them, like you're not going to want anything else. I literally have the Power Crunch and the Think Bar. Those are my two. Um, okay. But the Power Crunch, when I eat it, it doesn't feel so heavy. Like it doesn't sit here. When I eat mm -hmm. the Think Bar, I've had Quest and I'm not a big fan of it because I I don't know. It just tastes super like proteiny to me. Yeah. And then it kind of just sits here. It's but yeah, because it's heavier. Um, but with the power mm -hmm. crunch, it's not as bad. But I don't know. I have to really pay attention. Maybe yeah. I stay fuller longer with the think bar mm -hmm. than I do the power crunch because I can eat the power crunch like like nothing. 
So yeah. I'm going to pay attention to that. But for sure, those are so good. They're so good. No, yeah. Sometimes with Quest, like I've tried like four or five different flavors. Okay. And some of them. What's your favorite great. one? Just the mint one. I, I love um, anything mint. Chocolate mint. chunk. Mint so, is my favorite. So. so the Think Bars has a mint chocolate one. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah. Power Crunch also. It tastes like a thin mint. It's so good. You need to try them. They have them everywhere. Like I've noticed now when I go into any grocery store, they have like the power crunch thing. So yeah. So we were talking about like the power bars and stuff. So can you tell me like how, how does your, I know you're saying you don't, so you don't snack or they don't want you to snack. How does your day look like right now at four months post-op with your food? So I do in the morning one egg with like veggie, like onions or garlic. Mm-hmm. and salsa that's my breakfast okay. and then so i eat every two to three hours okay i do too i've done that since yeah. the beginning okay cool yeah so so they don't want us to snack really they want us to eat many meals okay and so i was like okay so that one egg usually in the morning for breakfast and then like an afternoon snack would be a shake okay so i i love premier protein and i know some people don't like it yeah. or can't stomach it but I love it. Do you drink um, coffee or no? I, I do. Okay. Re- so like I recently, got your coffee from you. Oh my God. It's, it's, Dude, an that's addi- life. it's an addiction. It's like life. it's every day. That's what my breakfast is every day. I'm not huge on breakfast. So when I eat eggs mm-hmm. and like protein pancakes or something, it's usually like on a Sunday. Cause that's the only okay. morning that me and my husband are really together. Like not rushed, you know? Uh-huh. But other than that, I am coffee and premiere every single day. I've noticed, like, the protein shake, okay, like, it keeps me full. But when I mix it with coffee, I don't know, just, it keeps me full longer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's the coffee or what, but yeah. it's, it keeps me full for a long time. Yeah. And see, yeah. I use that I use that as a snack, too, sometimes. Because, you know, people think of it as a meal, meal replacement. And I'm like, dude. It's, it's only 160 it's calories. It's 160 calories where a bar, like a protein bar can be like 250. 190. Yeah. It can be like 190 to like two two. So it's like, why you can't know? it be a snack? And I enjoy that way more. And it takes me longer to drink versus a bar yeah. that I eat really fast. Yeah. And you know what too? Like, it's funny because I'm a big sweets person. Okay. So before surgery, I would have to have a little dessert every night, whether that be the cake we have left over or chocolate. I get the chocolate premier protein and I put it in ice and that's, and that's my dessert. Yeah. That's my night last, my last night mini meal that's because good. it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Have you had, um, the Yazo fro- frozen yogurt? No, oh. mostly I'm lactose intolerant. Okay. So I can't have I'm ice cream in it. Okay. or, um, uh, some sherbets so or yogurts. I like, okay. I can't do. Dang it. It's so good. They yeah. have they have the bars and then they have like the ice cream form. I've been getting I've uh-huh. been getting into it and I need to stop. They're only hundred. Is it calories, protein? It's, it's protein. Not, no, it's not. <laughs> no. It's just like a. They're just low in calories. They're like a hundred. Oh, okay. A hundred calories, but they're like a good size. So like, if I would have started mm-hmm. eating these when I was around your four months, I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. eat it all. No, it's not yeah. really focused on protein. Let me see. Uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a good little thing. And then the other day I actually got, um, 
it was like little packs. I forget the brand. I think it was a store brand. It was like uh, chocolate covered bananas. Um, oh, did you go to Trader Joe's? I don't, no, it wasn't Trader uh, Joe's. I think it was like, I haven't been there and I need uh, to go. Dude, you've got to go to Trader Joe's, especially what's, like for okay, us. Because- tell me like what's a, what's a must when you get, when you go there? Like, what do you buy that I need to buy? Cause I've never okay, been there. So I, I've never tried cauliflower up until after surgery. Okay. I love cauliflower now. Like okay. that's my go to. So they have a cauliflower fried rice okay. that you get in the frozen section. And for one serving, so I think a serving is one cup. It's only 50 calories. Yeah. Isn't that so crazy? So I do. It's crazy. And it's, it's I a make decent it. size yeah. bag. I make the, uh-huh. I just buy like the cauliflower rice and then I make it like with, I cut up my onions and all that. And I measure no. it and I'm telling my husband, like, look, because he loves Panda Express, obsessed. Yeah. So he always wants to go there. And I'm like, okay. I was like, let me make some cauliflower rice. And I made it the other day and I didn't tell him it was that. I told him it was rice. And he was and eating he it, it. Like it and he was and I was like, Yeah, that's cauliflower. Uh-huh. And he's like, No. I'm like, No, it is. <laughs> and he was like, Check yeah. it out. Yeah. Okay. So it's their brand, Trader Joe's brand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, it comes so inside it, it's cauliflower rice, it's carrots, it's onions. It's green onions and it's peas and Yum. corn. And so I just put that in the pan. I usually do like one egg and that's like a full meal for me. Yeah. You know, it's so and then good. I do that. And then um, for your husband, if he likes panda, they have an orange chicken um, in the frozen section. It tastes just like panda. That's really? what my sister said. Oh my it tastes. It tastes okay. just like panda. And what I love about Trader Joe's is that yeah, like they're decent sized bags, but for us, we can make three to four meals oh, out yeah, of it. Oh yeah, for sure. And and we save money, you know. Um, what else? There's ch- dark chocolate covered strawberries and bananas uh-huh. that I get just because I need something at the end of the day just to like reward myself. Yes. And that's just me, you know. But um, what else do I get? They do a lot of nuts. So have you tried um everything but the bagel seasoning? Uh, do you like everything bagels? yeah before yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. those those like seeds and stuff they put it on almonds and cashews oh yum it's probably really so i do good. that so i have like a little handful you know like as a snack or meal yeah you know, I'm, with gonna, some cheese. I'm gonna go because i've seen like on youtube i've seen hauls like you know trader joe's yeah. and they get all this stuff i just haven't just because i know that it's always packed like i've been there like yeah. once i think when I was uh-huh. on a couple years ago, and it was so packed, and I was like, "Oh my gosh," you know. But I know that yeah. oh, I know that there's a lot there. Um, yeah, that is really there's, healthy. There, there's so much stuff there, and it's what about like chips? Organic. Is there like chips there? Like any? Have you yeah, tried? Yeah, so there's. I haven't tried them just because I'm not a big chip person. I am, and oh. it's bad. Yeah. It's so no, good. I'm not a chip. I'm more okay. of a nuts person. Yeah, like, I can eat a whole thing of almonds yes. or cashews. But pistachios I know are my long. things. Have you tried the pistachios that I said? The um, oh my gosh, what are, it's the red bag, uh, sweet chili. No, I haven't. Is it good? Oh my god, it's so good. It's so yeah. good. They're amazing. nuts in general are so good. Yeah. So they have they have like their homemade like own version of puppies. Oh, okay. Someone told me that they have like some hot Cheeto kind too. Okay, I'm gonna. Write yeah, that. they they do have like their own hot Cheetos. Um, they have like. Um, tortilla chips they have like ranch style chips like it kind of looks like doritos the I'm, ranch I'm probably, style i'm probably gonna go after this because i was gonna go to target too but no seriously because i've been hearing like people keep telling me and i just haven't done it i haven't gone no it's 
like it's so crazy because me and my cousin and my sisters we go every like two to three weeks when like our stock pile runs out and we go and just we spend like an hour in there and we yeah. go through every aisle you know because and you probably us, find can, something new every time yeah yeah same. like they they make what did i get last time cauliflower pizza just the crust mm -hmm. and then you can add your own stuff to it oh, and like and it's have, good it's so good yeah, because I buy the, there's a CPK one. I've only found it at one store. Um, it's uh -huh. a CPK brand, Cauliflower Pizza. They have it at Vons, I think. And it's so good. It's I always go to CPK. CPK is like my favorite because I I've never that. been. You've never, never been, been there? Do you have one close to you? Mm -mm. I think we have one like 10 minutes away, but just, I don't know, as like a family, we've just never been there. Yeah, it's so, they have a cauliflower pizza that they make. They can make any of their pizzas cauliflower crust. And it's so Ooh. good. It's so good. So they, so at Vons, they have, it's from that company and it's a frozen one. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's already made or whatever, but they only have like for the frozen one, they just have like a pepperoni one. And then they have one with like a mushroom and. Like veggies, huh? It's like a, a No, it's one. not even veggie. It's weird. It's just mushroom and sausage. So what I always do Ooh. is I cut up my mm -hmm. veggies and I love purple onion. That's like my jam. Ooh, so yes. I always cut up purple onion and then like all the bell peppers and I'll add it before I put it in the oven. So I like add okay. more to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's super yummy. Yeah. But I'm no, yeah, you gotta go to change like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going I wrote the list of what I'm gonna yeah, try. They have a you just have to go in and just go through every aisle okay. and just look. They have so much stuff there, it's crazy. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to. I always like to find new things and I feel like that's what really helps you stay on track with weight loss. Cause I feel like mm -hmm. I feel like before when I used to do diets, it was like I, I thought that I had to eat chicken and vegetables all the time. Or Same. like, you know, or like two protein shakes. And like I always used to do herbalife and I would lose weight. I would lose like 20 pounds mm -hmm. a month and then I would gain it back. But you would gain it back, yeah. yeah. Because I would that's how I is. would lose weight and then I would eat horrible again. You know, because yeah. you get burnt out. You would reward yourself. Yeah. Know? It was like, it was too much. It was too <laughs> much. But I'm so glad that's so, over because it's overwhelming. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask you a question because yeah. I've heard mixed reviews from people. Do you eat fruit? Yes. And did you eat fruit right away? Like as soon as you can eat regular foods or um, did you eat that later? No, I'm not huge on fruit, but honestly, recently I have been. Um, mm -hmm. it's funny cause I live like, um, you, Palm Springs, you know where Palm Springs is at. Yeah, we, yeah. we love Palm Springs and we always go. And the way that you drive from Temecula to Palm Springs, it's like through Hemet. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh -huh. It's like a little back thing and there's fruit stands Ooh, at okay. every corner, like literally. Uh -huh. So, and we go, we've gone, like we went for father's day and we always go over there, like even just for the day. Um, and I stopped and I got like watermelon and coconut, like for some reason Ooh. I was just craving it and oh my, it was so good. So ever since then I've been buying like watermelon and stuff, but I, yeah. I'm not huge on fruit. Um, okay. but I didn't have fruit, not even just because, just because I didn't want it. I didn't really crave it. You know what I mean? I probably mm -hmm. could have earlier, probably not till maybe around year or four months. I feel like that's when I started kind of like five months starting experiencing, like experimenting yes. a little more, you know? But yeah. But like, did your doctor say like, oh, stay away from fruit? No. no. It's so funny because with my program, like I follow, I'm in like support groups kind of on Facebook and stuff from like my um, center. And they're like, they keep emphasizing the no fruit. Why? And What's finally I, they, I asked them, I was like, wait, I'm confused. Like fruit's healthy. Like, no, it's the excess sugar because your body has to. I know. 
burn, go through all that and then burn it. And then it, it stops it from burning the actual fat. Yeah. And I was like, but it's true. I, and it's crazy. Like I lost weight every single week until I was mm-hmm. about 10 months post-op. And yeah. people always ask me, like, they, they would ask me, like, tell me how to get um, out of a stall. And I felt, like, bad because I was, like, I've never, I never, I've never stalled, you know? Like, I sound I sound annoying yeah. because if I was in a stall yeah. and someone told me that, I'd be, like, okay, you're lying, you know? But, no, really, yeah. I didn't stall. And I feel like I followed what my doctor said always, 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 always. Mm-hmm. And I would ask him questions. Um, but then I experimented on my own. Like, I was, like, okay, let me try a little bit of fruit. Um, let me have some Yazo, you know, frozen ice cream. There's people that say I eat no sugar. Okay. <laughs> no carbs. Yeah. All right. I never did cool. that. People <laughs> always told me yeah. like, you don't count your carbs. And I was like, honestly, to be a hundred percent with you, no, I don't. And it's like, yeah. I change it up though. So for example, if I wanted to eat fruit, I personally wouldn't eat fruit for five days straight. Does that make sense? So I would do, if I was craving fruit, I'd eat fruit today. Um, If I like the cauliflower pizza, I'm not going to eat it five days in a row. But I know that there's people that like if they meal prep, like I'll meal prep, but they'll meal Mm -hmm. prep. So they feel like they have to eat that for five days straight. And I feel like that's when your body kind of, and this is just my opinion. I'm not a nutritionist, but I feel like I lost weight because I was always changing it up so much. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and I wasn't so focused yeah. on all of that. I don't know. Everyone's different yeah. though. So yeah, it's crazy. Cause like they tell us, you know, stay away from fruit, mostly fill up 80% protein and then yeah. another 20% you can do veggies. See, but I followed and, that 100% too, though. My protein yeah. is my, like, that is what I eat first. Yeah. And then I do eat the veggies and stuff, but add some fruit to your plate. Like it's not. No, like, yeah, like I eat fruits. Not all the time, but like again with like the chocolate covered bananas or yeah. strawberries, I do. I do some watermelon. I try to just, be careful with the bananas yeah. just because I've always heard that, not that they're bad for you, but I think they're like higher calorie or something. I don't know. But yeah. I, but watermelon, my doctor told me that's going to help you stay hydrated because that, I forget yeah. how much percent of a watermelon is water. It's like a lot. Yeah. Um, you know? So yeah, I mean, I do. I got eat fruit. I try not to eat it every day. But like, I'll have it some days. Yeah. You know? Like I, I, I don't want to exclude it just because it, I don't know. I, I was such a big fruit eater in yeah. the beginning before all this, so it's like it feels weird to cut it out. It feels weird to like not have it. So and I, I feel like you don't want to like, cut it out because then, uh, then yeah. later you're gonna be like just scarfing it. You know, I feel like that's with anything yeah. in life. You have to have moderation and you have to have that control. You know? Yeah. Like if I want a little bit of cake. I'm going to eat cake. I don't dump with sugar. And maybe that's like the best thing or it's the worst thing. I said you know, that. I said that. I was like, cause I haven't I, had dumping syndrome. I'm like, is that a blessing or a curse? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've I, tried a lot of things, not a lot of things, but I've tried things that I was like, this is going to make me sick. But you know what? On father's day, oh, I was so good. My stepmom uh-huh. bought my dad a cake, but it was a cake. It was layered, but it was crepes. My dad loves crepes. Like he loves crepes with like bananas and strawberries and whatever. And I was like, let me try it. And I was eating it 
and I ate too much. And I did think, I thought I was going to throw up. I got, you know, like when you're going to throw up and your mouth gets like, you have like super watery and all like, that. And I was like, yeah. Mm. And it was like a lot of us at a table. So I kind of just got up and my sister, I felt my sister and my husband's eyes like, mm. and I was like, just, oh, no. I was like, shut up. Like, give me a second. Don't say anything, you know? And I went to the bathroom, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't throw up. I just kind of had to like mm-hmm. get some fresh air. But yeah. it was a lot of sweets. Like I was pushing it. It was too. You know? it, it was, was too, too much. much. It was too much. It was too much. So I feel like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing. Like I've had a bite of cake. I've had yeah. a bite of regular ice cream. You know, mm-hmm. I've had hot Cheetos. Like it's things that I. I told yeah. my husband, I wish that the first time I touched hot Cheetos after surgery, that I like barfed everywhere because that's my. Because then you wouldn't eat it. Yes. You would stop eating it. Yes, and it didn't make me sick. No, like I've I've talked to people and they're like, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. And I'm like, I can't, you know, but like, I don't want to say that, but like, I'm telling you, you feel, you feel like annoying, huh? Where you're like, well, I can. Yeah. Yeah. Like personally, I still can't do bread. I don't eat bread. I haven't had bread since February. I I get sick. Like, I feel like it's stuck right here. Wow. Okay. And I feel like I can't breathe. Like, you like know, I when I, like like, I eat bread, but it's crazy because I've had Subway and I've had, you know, sandwiches like that. Mm-hmm. I always get the kid size. But when I eat and it's freaking tiny, the kid size is like a little yeah. thing. After I eat it, I do kind of feel like it's right here. Like, so- I feel like it's right in my chest. I can't do tortillas. Yeah. Really? But I can't do it. It like it gets stuck. Flour right and here. corn? Both? Flour and corn. Because I the, can't the do corn it. one makes me feel like that. Cause it's thicker, you know, it's like it's a thicker, thicker yeah. The flour ones, I'm I'm good. I'm good on them. Yeah. But the corn I even ones tried too. the the five gram uh net carb ones, the mission. I couldn't do those. It's crazy. It's, it's for some reason, like I don't know if it's just my stomach is still like a baby. It it just feels like like right here. Like I'm I can't. I'm telling breathe. you though, like my tummy from four months to now is so different because at, <laughs> yeah. at four months I still had a lot of restriction, like a lot. Uh-huh. You know? It's so funny because like the other day, like or yesterday, we got Mexican food as a family. And I, I get my burrito, but I take a part, like open it up yeah. and just eat the inside. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. And within four to five bites, I'm done. Yeah. But I so I eat popcorn yeah. and my doctor said that was okay for me to eat popcorn because it has fiber and whatever. Popcorn. I can eat I can snack on popcorn. A lot. Like a lot. A lot. And I can I can snack a lot and I don't get full. But I eat still four or five bites and I'm full. I'm done. Yes, me too. You're not the only one. I, me too. I get the oh my god. Me and my sister-in-law, we get the <laughs> we tried the flaming hot um popcorn. It's the smart, smart balance. Is that the brand? No, I only get skinny pop. Oh, I, I never had the other Okay, one. we'll never have it. Do you like hot Cheetos? Kind of, not really. Okay, no. I like the big hot Cheetos better. These are so addicting. It's so, like I'm going to Target and I'm going to go get some right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's so, they're so good. But like you said, it's kind of, I told my husband the other day I was eating it and I'm dumb because. What I've always done, well, since surgery, mm-hmm. is I always measure everything out. I put it in a bowl yes. or whatever. Yes. Well, uh-huh. recently, because I don't know why, I'm like, because eh, I think because I went back, let's have excuses, okay? I think it's because I went back to work full time and I was off for a uh-huh. while, so I'm like exhausted. So I like yeah. got the bag and I was like sitting eating it, and he doesn't tell me anything. Like he's always been like that, and he looks at me and I was like, what? And he was like, you're eating out of the 
bag. Like it was like a, a huge bag, right? And he's yeah. like, and you've been eating for like a while now. And I was like, because <laughs> we, we were watching like a show or something. And I was yeah. like, oh crap, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's because the mindless eating. Yes. It's mindless. But when you, know? you eat a meal, I'm exactly like you. If I eat a meal, I'm like, oh, I'm done. And I'm done. Yeah. So, so the snacking, that's that's the devil. Because literally, that's, yeah. I can definitely like see how you can gain weight again. Yeah. 100%. I'm so terrified of that. Yep. I'm not, not like, oh my gosh, like I can't eat pizza and cake for the rest of my life. But like, I feel like, why would I want to do that to myself? And the statistics, why would I, I the never want to go back there, to where I was? And it's possible. So that's it's extremely possible. I know that stresses me out too. And I feel like that's why I like really started my YouTube channel and all of this. And I, mm -hmm. I want to continue, especially like these podcasts. If I do this every week, it's like, I can't go back. Like, it's you know, yeah. it's, I'm going to be talking to different people all the time. And it's, I feel like it's really holding me accountable because I have my days, mm -hmm. man, where I'm like, whatever, you know, and yeah. a lot of whatever days is going to equal to me being 300 pounds again. And I can't do that. Yeah, you know. And it, it's it's so possible for us to slip back Absolutely. and for us to do this. And it's like I don't want to go. I don't want to get bypassed, especially if we don't get sick. Exactly. <laughs> I've talked to people exactly. that get sick with everything, and I feel bad. Oh. I feel bad. Like I'm talking about everything. I had someone get sick. Who was it? I don't remember. She got sick off of like I think broth. Like, but I mean, like broth grossed really? you out, but she had broth and she had like dumping syndrome. Like I'm talking about like both ends at the same oh. time. But I was like, but what was in the broth? You know what I mean? Like it could- She probably had something in it because that's just liquid. Like that's, that's, there's nothing to that's it. That's what I'm saying. So when she told me, I was like, oh my gosh, you know? And then I was like, I felt bad because I was like, nothing makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. so weird i don't know it's everybody's different and like it's just that's why like you can't when people ask me like do you eat this and i'm like yes but ask your mm -hmm. doctor you know because yes. it's true yes it's true. yeah it's just it's it's tough because like us we're so blessed that nothing has gotten us sick and it's like there's people who struggle with everything and anything you know and it's like like this one girl in my group um she can't do chicken. You see? At all. Oh my gosh! That's I, I can't I imagine not having chicken ever. Yeah. And I was like, so like, like no matter how does it affect you? Yeah, like no and matter she, any way that it's cooked. Any way she does, she has an air fryer, so she tried air frying it. She tried baking it. She tried like on like the on the temal. Yeah. And she just could. She couldn't. She can't handle chicken. And I was like. And oh she's like, I think I'm dumping it. But I was like, it's chicken. Like, there's there's not, there's no high fat content. There's no sugar content. She's like, I can't do chicken. And I can't imagine not being able to eat chicken. Me either. Me either. Because I, I eat chicken, I think, daily. Honestly, if I yeah, really I eat it once a day. It, yeah, I'm like, daily, for sure. Yeah, and it's just like, that sucks. That's... You know, like, I felt so bad. But I'm just like, and then she asked me, she's like, any? I was like, no. I had a slice of cake the other day. <laughs> like, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I know. What do you think has been your biggest like struggle so far with like since surgery? Like I know you said I know you said the drinking earlier. Is there anything else? You know, I think it's body image. Yeah. I, I it's I wouldn't say I would say body dysphoria too. Uh -huh. Dysphoria, how you say it? Yeah. Just because like I I looked at myself 
every day for 26 years and I saw what I looked like. And then now I'm, I'm dropping weight so quickly and my mind can't comprehend what I'm seeing. And it's crazy. Like before I would judge, I would look into a place and I would say, okay, where can I sit? Yeah. Where, where will I feel comfortable you sitting? I can't sit room. on the floor because it's going to be hard for me to get back up. I have to find a chair that's wide enough wow. that can hold me. I would look at the doorways and be like, okay, like how do I maneuver? Yeah. You know, because I, I was big, you know, I was 420 pounds yeah. at one point, you know? And it's like, now I have no problem. Like the other day we went, me and my sisters, we went to the beach and we just, you know, we did our exercise on the beach and we found like a little cave. And they're like, go through. I'm like, I can't feel like, what do you mean? I'll wait for you guys out here. And they're like, no, like you fit now. <laughs> like go, yeah, you know? I know. And That's they push so me awesome. and, and I fit, That's you know? Awesome. And it's, it's the little things that that's funny i was gonna ask you it's like this. that's like a non-scale victory like you know things that yeah i was so obsessed with the scale honestly up until about uh, two months ago i stopped weighing myself when i started seeing no weight loss i was like i need to put this away like i'm doing so many things that i wouldn't do before yeah that is so much sweeter like it's so it makes all of this way you know what i mean like it's awesome yeah it's crazy like, yeah before i struggled just walking and you think, okay, like, was she like hiking? No, I was just walking down the street. Yeah. And I was huffing and puffing. I was yeah. sweating. And I would dread going up my stairs. Like, I think we have like 14, 15 steps up until the second level. And either I would just stay downstairs or I would stay upstairs. Like, you and would avoid it. it. Yeah. I would avoid it. I wouldn't, like, I'd be like, oh, I would say, oh, one of my sisters, go get my charger. Can you go get my, my glasses from upstairs? Like, it's, I would avoid it. Because I knew internally that something was wrong mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm 26. If I'm huffing and puffing off 14 stairs, there's no way I can have a child. There's no way I could conceive or, you know, be healthy enough to live long term. Yeah. You know, and, and you know what? I think, you you yeah. accepted that young. So yeah. that's amazing. You know what I mean? Because I, I can't. Honestly, it's crazy. Like I'm going to be 29. I'm basically 30. Yeah. And I think about <laughs> yeah. me being in my thirties is going to be so much better than my twenties. You know what I yes. mean? Like it's crazy. Yeah. yeah how that's I my dad was at 25. Oh, hell. <laughs> you know, no, it's crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. even I was talking to my dad the other day and he was saying that he's like, your thirties are going to be so much better mm -hmm. and you're going to be so much happier. And you're going to, he, he always calls me like, like, what does he say? Like a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. I've always been a late bloomer. And he's like, you're just going to blossom yeah. so much in your 30s, you know, because everything's going to change. Yeah. You know, this for the better. It changes everything. It changes, it changes mm -hmm. your confidence to, you know, like for yeah. for relationships, for having babies, for getting a better job, for, for everything. It literally changes yeah. everything. And it's, it's, yeah, it opens up everything. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like you put your, you put it's, a wall up, you know? Mm -hmm. Like before it just, I wasn't happy. And I think that was expressed via my emotions and how I treated people. You know, they used to, they used to say like my family said I was bipolar just because I would go through these mood swings and everything affected me, you know, like I was happy and then I was so sad and then I was angry but it was directed towards myself, you yeah. know, and yeah. since surgery, 
it's just, I feel like a completely different person. I feel so much happier That's amazing. and so much. It's just, it's amazing. And to anybody who's doubting getting this done and who has doubts and who has fears, get it done Yeah, and do it, do it now because you won't regret it. Like, yeah, you'll regret some things like after surgery, you're super emotional, but <laughs> the first month and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I would gladly do this over Me too. To, and suffer the first three weeks Me that too. I did, you know, because it's, this is my second chance. This is our second chance yeah. to live, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's amazing. Just, just the little non-scale victories make this journey so fulfilling you know I know know. it like makes me emotional because seriously like you think I don't know like I like I've said it in my videos I was always a very confident person I was very outgoing Mm -hmm. and all of that and you know I talked to my best friend about things um she wouldn't notice because she was like dude you never Mm -hmm. set that vibe like you were always like you're the same Paulina like you know, for whatever, if I had to go present something in front of the classroom, I'm going up there. I don't care. Like I'm going to, I've always been loud. I've always been like this. Um, but I would stress about things like how you said, how you go to the restaurant and scan the room and stuff, you know, can Mm -hmm. I sit there? It'd be the same thing. Like if I was to go, I avoided theme parks forever because I went to SeaWorld with my dad and my brother and I sat on a roller coaster and I didn't fit. And then the guy was like, I'm sorry, like you don't fit, you know? And it was me and my Um, dad and my dad looks at me and he's like, sit up straight. So like I did, I sat up straight and that wasn't mm -hmm. even at my heaviest. That was not at my heaviest. And I sat up straight and then the guy, and my dad's like, my dad told the guy like, push it again, you know? And, And he pushed it and it closed, but that was so tight. And I was like, this thing's gonna like fling open. You know what I mean? And, and since that day I avoided going to theme parks and I'm so mad about COVID because I wanted to go to every theme park this summer. (laughs) You know, I got to go to Knott's before. I think we went in Uh February. Yeah. Um, and, but just things like that, like, you know, you weren't, we, we weren't living. We were just existing. Yeah. And it's like, imagine, okay. Once, once COVID's over, imagine how much living we're gonna do no, i can't like like i'm so excited isn't it you know, crazy like, yeah yeah like same thing for me for theme parks like last summer we me and my my sisters and cousin we went to disney and it's so embarrassing to say this but before we went i would stress about look finding like the ride images and the seat images and think, okay, that looks a little big. Maybe I can fit. I did yeah, maybe. the same. Oh my god. Yeah. I did the same. I was like, it's freaking sad. It's like that makes me want to cry because that's so embarrassing. <laughs> you we know, literally, and it's like, yeah. And then, and then if you like, yeah. if you saw it, you're like, oh no, that's not gonna work. Like I specifically, that's crazy that you say that because I specifically remember that, like getting on like Splash Mountain, I knew that I was going to fit because there was no, yeah. there's no seatbelts. Like the teacups, yeah. okay, I'm good. I'm going to fit, you know? Yeah. Um, and then it started getting to different ones. Like, uh, uh, what's that freaking, Thunder Mountain. You know how it's two people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah then the bar. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I would go with my brothers. and My brother's like 15 and 11. Like they're little. So <laughs> like, little, I yeah. felt like, I remember, dude, well, who, I don't remember. I have two brothers that are 11. My my uh-huh. mom and my stepmom were pregnant at the same time and had them two days apart. That's so- Crazy, right? So I have yeah. two of them, and I can't remember which one I was with, but 
Um, one of them, one of my little brothers watches my YouTube channels all the time. <laughs> so he's going to watch this. But anyway, yeah. Um, I remember getting on it and putting it down and they were like, they had a lot of room and I was like, wait, yeah. how is that going to be safe for them? You know? And they were like, yeah. push it down more. And I'm like, oh, it's freaking hitting my like, stomach. It's not going to go down more, you know? So yeah, it's yeah. so, it's just things like that, man. It's crazy. It's crazy to think yeah. about. I know. Like I think about it. So we went last July and I was 420, you know, and we walked around, we got there like eight o'clock in the morning and left like at nine o'clock at night. And I was sore for like five days after. Cause you yes. think that's a lot of weight yes. to be walking around, lugging it around for like 10 plus hours, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I couldn't wait to go this summer. Well, before COVID yeah. and just see like the accomplishment because a hundred pounds, that's like major difference, yep. you know, major. And yep. I remember I couldn't fit on, um, what was it called? The Incredicoaster. I don't know if you know yes, what that is. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't fit. And I was like, no, you guys go. Yeah. So my, my three sisters, my cousin went and I just sat there and it was one of the lowest points of my life. Mm-hmm. Just watching them live, yeah. watching them because I like, it's, it's crazy to think that you can't blame anybody but yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it takes a lot of like balls to admit that you're the one holding yourself back. Yeah. And like, we have to, and, and we need to remember all of that now and we need to hold ourselves accountable because like we were talking, exactly. it's very, very easy to start snacking again. It's very, mm-hmm. you know, and we have to remind ourselves. And that's why, like, I blow up my Instagram with like before and afters because I need to remind myself of those things. Yeah. I have days where I don't want to get up and work out. I don't, I want to just lay in bed, you know, life happens. Yeah. And life is tough. And especially right now with COVID, how everyone's dealing with it and stuff. It's hard. You know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You can have days where you don't want to get up, but you have to get up the next day. And like, that's what it yeah. is, you know? Um, but it's just really reminding ourselves of all of yeah. those moments. Cause I have had plenty of those moments too. You know, yeah. you try to play it off. You do naturally. You try of to course you do. Off, like you know? I was, I'm, I'm the funny one. I am the oldest. So I'm the funny one. I'm the mature one. And it's like, as the oldest, you can show weakness. You can show yourself hurting because, you know, hey, I have to look out for the younger ones. I have to look out for my family. And I think that's what kept me going was that I had to pretend to be strong when deep inside, when you're overweight, it's a major, major like complex. Like it's, it messes you up mentally, you know, just because you see people, you can't go shop. You can't go buy clothes like normal people. You can't do normal people things. Yep. And it's, it's, it's a mind game. It really is. I know. I know. But it's, it's, and I, that's why I love talking to different people because everyone yeah. experiences different things. Some people might yeah. not think as deep as other people you know what i mean like mm-hmm. I've, I've talked to people and you know what if that's the reason you got surgery cool but i've talked to people who are like i want to look good the end yeah and that's it you know what i mean and it's yeah. like okay yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool like, you know that's good for you mm-hmm. you know but i feel like there's a difference between people who just like want to look good but who do this for health reasons as well because when 100%. it's health reasons those are the most focused ones because yeah. they, 
they have nothing to lose. Yes. Like I had someone message me the other day, like, I'm so worried about loose skin. You know, it's kind of like the reason why I'm holding back. And I told them, look, I've lost, exactly. I've lost all this weight. I have loose skin. Mm -hmm. I've always had a problem with my belly. I personally do want to get a tummy tuck and, you know, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I do. But I told myself I'm not going to until I have kids because I'm not going to, you know. Um, it's going to stretch back out if you're going to yes, stick a stitch. Exactly, like exactly, exactly. But I told her that cannot be the reason why you don't get it. It's your health. Mm-hmm. All of this, like, I didn't have major health issues. Um, I was mm-hmm. pre-diabetic. And he told me, I remember a week before surgery, he said, if you weren't getting surgery, we'd be putting you on medicine. And I was like, so oh my God. Yeah. And he's like, so I was like, so am I diabetic? And he's like, basically. But like I said, you have surgery in a week. So we are going to dismiss that and you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And the first month, two months, all that was clear. It was gone, you know? Yeah. Um, my blood pressure was fine. I never had a problem with my blood pressure. They would take my blood pressure and they would retake it because they would see my size. And I was always like a healthy fat girl. Like, yeah. like um, my blood work would come back good. Everything was good, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But the whole pre-diet, there's no, my family, no one's overweight. The only people that were overweight yeah. were me and my sister, and that's it. No one else. Mm-hmm. My aunts, my parents, every, my mom's my mom's one forty five. She's like five two. My dad's like one ninety. Yeah. He's like six foot. Like yeah. we were the only. That's ones. crazy. Yeah, all my aunts. That's crazy. All my aunts were are are good. Yeah, but the thing is, if they watch what they eat, you know, they're not yeah. like tiny little bones. No, my family's very yeah. like curvy and stuff, and. Me and my sister um, are not like that. So we have to really focus Watch on her. our health, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I it's so funny. Health. Uh-huh. That's number one. It's so funny because to me, for me, both sides of my family, they're majority overweight. You see? And, you know, we're the typical Hispanic family, you know, and majority of us are overweight. Yeah. You know? And so growing up, I think that's what, I wouldn't say made it okay but i accepted it because all my tias and tios and cousins i just thought it was normal yeah and And yeah that's crazy yeah there's so many families like that like with me i was always the the chubby beautiful one like my grandma's i'm really close to my grandma and stuff and she'd always be like oh my god Mm -hmm. like you're so pretty mija and like they would never tell me about my weight. Like my parents raised really confident kids. They never would mm-hmm. be like, oh, like you need to lose weight, you know? Like I <laughs> yes. know people like that and that messes with you. And if they were like that, I probably wouldn't be how I am, you know? Yeah. Regardless at 304, I was I was super confident. They always treated me like that. But mm-hmm. my um, grandparents and my grandma would always be like, oh, like you're so cute. like. Mm-hmm. things like that like your face is so pretty like you know those comments yes. you know and that's, i was like okay how, i know yeah. that <laughs> you know yeah like that's how my my older aunt would be like you have such a beautiful face okay i, I know what, what that about means, the rest of me yeah what about yeah. the rest of me mm-hmm. you know and it's like thank you for pointing out the only good thing about my body mm-hmm. you know it it's kind of like a backhanded compliment in a sense for sure. when they say that and it, it, it doesn't make you feel good. It makes you feel like that's all I have. Like that's all I'm good for is just the face. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I know it, it, it makes you feel even worse. Too, you know? Because like, even now that I'm at 160, um, I've had comments of like, you're too skinny. You're too skinny. You're too skinny. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm it's just like, like, I can never, you can never please people ever. Like what? Okay. I'm too big and I'm too skinny. And like I talked about in the previous uh, podcast, I said, if I was to go to the store right now and I, all these strangers don't know me, they're not going to look at me and be like, Oh, she's anorexic looking. You know what I mean? They're not going to say that to me. They're not going to say that. Um, they're going to look like I'm a normal, you know, I'm a normal weight, but someone that knows me has known me at 304, sees me and I always get that reaction. Like if someone hasn't seen me in a long time, they'll be like, and I'm like, what? And I forget, sometimes I forget that I haven't seen them and that I lost all this weight. And they're like, you're, you lost so much weight. Like you're so skinny. And I don't like the word skinny. I don't like that (laughs) word. I'd rather like, I'm healthy. 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 Yeah. And it's like, you know, so I don't know. I feel like you're never, you can never win. And people are always going to say things that, I guess they don't think it hurts people's feelings, you know? Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, those people, they project their own insecurities mm-hmm. out on us. Exactly. They, people who are against this and who talk smack, it's just their insecurities. Mm-hmm. And it's their own jealousy and resentment. And that's something that I, I don't get offended. You know, that's that's on them. They're living with it inside. Yeah. I'm not. I'm flourishing. I'm living, exactly. you know, like... Exactly. Yeah. And I even feel like just how you're saying that we're actually living now and we're actually going to do things. And there's going to be people that are like, "Mm, like, you're full of yourself now. You know what I mean? And you know what? It is what it is. Like, you know, they're conceding now. You know, we can we can wear revealing clothes now. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. I I truly, I truly do not care. Exactly. And that's my mindset. Like, why I'm not going to let people stop. I stopped myself for so many years to do things that I wanted Mm -hmm. to do. I'm not going to let someone else be like, okay, Paulina, calm down. Like, you're too full of yourself or whatever. You know, it's no. Yeah. Life's too short, man. Like, this year with everything going on, it's just made me realize, like, dude, my sister told me the other day, (laughs) she's like, how mad are you going to be if the world ends and you're skinny? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'd be pretty pissed. I'd be really mad, actually. And we're yeah. just laughing so hard because it's like, man. Mm-mm. So who did, so when you got surgery, did you tell everybody, like your whole, like just your closest family and friends, or did you tell everybody? We had a, we, I have a pretty big family and I'm very close mm-hmm. to basically everyone. Um, yeah. I'm very open. I've always been very open. So everyone knew that I was getting it. Um, I made sure to talk to those closest to me about it. And then it kind of mm-hmm. was like a ripple effect. Like everyone knew, yeah. which was fine. I didn't say don't tell anyone. I was like, whatever, you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah. I was pretty open about it. I wasn't. Yeah. Secretive. Or what anything. about you? How are you? So, I told obviously my immediate family first, and then once I got approved and I knew what was happening, I told my Nina, which is my godmother and my uncle, and then I told my closest cousin and his family, like he's practically my brother, like we do everything together. So I told him, and then I told another female cousin that I'm close to. And other than that, since they're the only ones I know except for two aunts now, so very, very small group. Okay. I just, and maybe I'm still embarrassed. Okay. Like I just, I, I haven't told, well, now they're going to know, you know, so 
hello guys i got surgery yeah i mean i didn't i didn't just lose this because of exercise and quarantine yeah. you know yeah. but i i'm a very private person mm -hmm. so it takes a lot for me to trust some people in a sense so i kept it very minimal okay very minimal um i only told one friend and she's one of my closest friends you know i've known for i believe eight years now yeah and that's it and, and out of the people that you told did you get any negative reactions no it's no. all positive that's all awesome. positive they were so supportive um not one reaction and who knows you know months more people find out there may be negative reactions but but like you I said it's their own insecurities it's so their own insecurities whatever. and you know since telling people and starting this journey there's so many of like my cousin and his wife you know she's trying to lose weight now you know that we're you're um, motivating those walking. around you for sure we're motivating yeah you know and it's if i can just help one person doing this exactly it makes it worthwhile for me exactly. you know yep exactly that's that's literally my mindset because it's really hard and people feel very alone and i've talked to so many people that haven't even told one soul you know? i can't imagine that yeah i can't imagine just doing this by myself i i, I can't yeah I, I think so when i had the psych meeting or the psych consult yeah they asked me do you have a support system do you have more yeah. than five people and yeah. i said yeah you know and i started naming them off she's like okay and i guess from talking to the people that's one of the main criteria is for them to pass you yeah that you have a support system because and you know this the first month out of surgery is your emotions are all over the place i cried so many times just because i didn't know what i was feeling and i was hungry and i was emotional yes. you it's, just don't know what you feel you feel something yeah. and you're frustrated but you don't know what it is yeah. you can't explain it you're just like i'm crying okay that's that's what's happening that's it yeah yep like i remember so i had my surgery was at 7 30 in the morning so at night it was like six seven i remember just crying to my mom like what did i just do yeah. like what did i do to myself i was mentally not there because of anesthesia but at the same time like i had so many different emotions i i was scared i was nervous i you know it's it's crazy yeah you go what through every surgery emotion, does to you every single emotion yeah. yeah you're so excited yeah but you're scared and i remember i remember mm -hmm. the night before i couldn't sleep and i was like whoa like am i really doing this yeah. you know mm -hmm. like crazy. i remember me and my mom driving to the hospital it was like 5 30 in the morning mm -hmm. And I started having a panic attack. Like once we got there, because I was like, "Am I doing the right thing? Yeah. Am I? Is this right for me? What if I don't wake up? What if it doesn't work? What if? Like you're just scared. Yes. You know. And you it's like I can't everything imagine everything that can go wrong. Everything. Yeah. Like I can't imagine these people now having surgery with COVID or yes, with the times of COVID and being there by themselves. That having my mom there just really kept me sane yeah you know and but it's like i can't imagine them doing like, this by themselves yeah that just shows you like like melanie she's going by she has to be there by herself um that's oh. getting it next week and you know what I, she already got her date pushed back 
Um, you know yeah. what I mean? And she knows that she wants and she needs this. So she's just yeah. going to do it. And it's, it's, you have to be brave. Like that's the thing yeah. because I'm a baby. And when <laughs> I went, uh -huh. I, my husband was there and like, it was so funny. Cause where I, um, the hospital, they couldn't tell me if he was allowed to stay the night until after my surgery, because if I was sharing rooms with someone, they weren't going to let He's a male. Yeah, yeah, that's what they told me too. And, I, and they were like, it's only if you're going to get your own room. And I'm like, well, I'm getting my own room. <laughs> and they were like, well, yeah. and then after I was yeah. so sick that day, I was throwing up all day oh. and mm -hmm. um, they were, they gave me my own room. And I, and yeah. thank, I'm so thankful. Thank God that it happened because I don't know how I would be if I, if he couldn't stay the night. I mean, I'm sure he'd be there right when they open and right when they kick him out, but still at night. It's different. It's different. It's yeah. because you, you need that support system because yeah. you're so out of it with anesthesia, but at the same time, like you're um, beyond emotional, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, I can't imagine doing all this by myself. Yeah. And I applaud her and I yes, applaud the everyone. others who are doing it and being brave. And I couldn't do it. I'd probably push it, push it back myself, you yeah, know, I because know. That's, that's a lot. It's crazy. I know. That's it's insane. funny, too, because the day the, or the day of surgery I came out, I was so nauseous. Me too. I was I was gagging, like trying to throw up, even though there was nothing in my stomach Me to too. throw up. Yeah. Like I I was growing up so bad like the next week my whole chest neck head was so sore how was the gas like, pains just... for you was it bad the gas pain no okay the thing that hurt the most was the nausea okay and just the soreness from trying to upchuck even though there was nothing in my stomach okay i think i was gassy like the first night but see in my group they told us to pack um Baby gas strips or baby gas oh, like baby gas drops. Okay. Mm -hmm. So gassy. I took it once and it helped, and then I never got gas again. Hey, so that's the trick because I had a horrible gas pain, and I remember them telling me like, "You have to walk, you have to walk," and I was like, "Oh, I'm so irritated." <laughs> like, okay, yeah. and my husband was like, "Get up and walk. Like, you have to walk." Yeah. And then yeah. walking was the only thing that made me feel better. So yeah, I yeah. didn't want to walk. I was. I didn't either. At first, I was. I was so tired. I couldn't keep my eyes open. Yeah. I was tired. I was just not in the mood to walk. Yeah. Because I kept like gagging. So it's like, the first I don't want to walk. Day, you know? Yeah. The first day I didn't walk. I didn't get up. I didn't drink. I didn't do Aww. anything the first day. Yeah. And I had my surgery pretty early. I think, I think I went, I had it like around eight. No, maybe like okay. seven. And I didn't wake up, mm -hmm. wake up until like 12 or something. And then like that. Whole, oh, yeah. It takes me long to wake up from surgeries. I don't know why. It's, it's scary. Yeah. Because my surgery uh -huh. was only like 45 minutes. It was really fast. Um, yeah, same. But maybe I was awake, but maybe just like nodding out and like waking back up. I don't know. But mm -hmm. I just know I was out of it that entire day and I was so nauseous. Yeah. I was throwing up the whole day and um and I was just not in the mood to drink. So they didn't force anything. And then when I woke up the next day, they were like, Okay, we gave you all yesterday. Now it's time to walk. Get up. Now you know? to walk. Yes. I was so thirsty after surgery. And yes. they're like, You can't like And then you can't they chug. Can't get oh. And then I can't talk. And I remember being half awake, trying to wake myself up. And I was in the recovery room. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so thirsty. I'm like, can I have some water? And so she gave me like a little Q-tip with water. I'm like, no, like, give me water. water. Like, like, bring me water. I was yes. so thirsty. I know. And then I remember like, because that day's kind of a blur, I think, because of the anesthesia. But 
I just, I didn't want to walk that day or the next day. Like I just, it hurt. I was in pain. I didn't have gas pain. I was in pain, Mm -hmm. you know, but I didn't, I didn't take the, uh, what do they give us? Do they give you hard drugs? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I didn't yeah. take that. I just took some Tylenol because really? I, I was like, yeah, because I was like, I don't no, you know that what? Cause... You know what? I, I didn't. What I, I was on the nausea medicine all the whole time. Like they kept giving oh, me okay, different. Okay. That's what I was on. And then they would limit me and they would be like, wait, did they? I don't know. I have to ask my husband. I think I was, <laughs> but the nausea mm-hmm. medicine for sure. They were on it yeah. because I was so ugh, sick. Yeah. No, that first night I, I couldn't lay down like in the bed. I had to sit up and then I was holding on to like the railing of the bed and I was just like drifting in and out. And I was like, you're going to fall forward, you know, like lay back. And I was like, no, cause it hurts. Yeah. And I would lay back and then I would start gagging. So I, at first time I fell asleep in a chair yeah. with the IV like on oh my, my arm gosh. and I, I couldn't lay down. Yeah. But for those of you that are watching and listening, it was the best decision, okay? Yeah, it was I the promise best decision you. of my life. It's just, it's just the beginning. And then it just starts getting like, what? when do you think you felt like Myself? good? Yeah, like when do you think you felt like, yeah, like yourself, like around what, what time frame after surgery? Because someone asked me that mm. and I literally said about two months. Like to be real, real. And maybe not even that, but... Yeah. Like completely normal, completely myself around like three months. Yeah. Yeah. I and it's when you start eating better, like you start eating more and you get into the rhythm. But you, again, mm-hmm. for those that are watching in those early months is when you're going to lose the most weight. So it's, yeah, it's, it's going to pass. And not you only know? that to the new people who are about to get this surgery, each day gets better. Yes. Each day, day by day. And and my dad told me this. He was like, the second day I was home, I came home from the hospital. I was crying because I was just in pain. And he was like, it's okay. Each day gets better. Each day you'll get stronger. And it's true. Yeah. And that's been my mantra ever since. Yes. You know, so I'm having a bad day. It's okay. Tomorrow will be better. Yes. And it has. And each, each day 100%. gets better. And that's like the one thing I can say to any new yes. uh, pre-op person, take it day by day it will get better. That's literally what I tell everyone is day by day, Mm -hmm. because I feel like, I feel like the reasons I felt so much prior to this was because I thought about how much weight I had to lose in what amount of time, because my craziness, I would set a time limit for me, you know, by six months, I need to be, I need to lose 20 pounds every month. Not realistic. You know what I mean? That's what I was pre-op. I was like, I'm going to, I want to hit the hundred mark before six months. Yeah. And it's like, 100 um, after surgery. And now I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever said. I could lose 20 pounds in a month. Yeah, like Like, everyone is different. Everyone is different, you know, and Mm -hmm. and every doctor is different and every requirements are different. So it's like you really just have to focus on your journey, you know? Yes, and there's some things that you can tolerate that somebody else can't. There's going to be some people who just – lose the weight quicker and that's okay Absolutely. your journey is your journey Absolutely. and i to me personally i'd rather lose weight slower exactly. because not only is it better for your skin it's better for your gallbladder as well because i heard that you lose weight so fast you have issues with your gallbladder I and that's what my I doctor don't have said mine. 
<laughs> I got I got mine out. I got no because mm-hmm. yeah, that's another thing that I see all the time. Um, people are in search or after surgery and stuff, and t- months mm-hmm. go by, and then you see them back in the hospital, and they're like, "I had to get my gallbladder removed." Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people do that. I had to get my yeah. gallbladder removed years ago, maybe about four years ago, um, because mm-hmm. I had really bad, like I had huge gallstones, and I would oh, get, no, yeah. I forget, they would call them like, um, like episodes where I. Oh, it was horrible and it was all it would flare up yeah, yeah and it was a fatty food obviously pizza and all that stuff you know so mm-hmm. yeah and i think also the biggest thing too is taking it slow because um mm-hmm. i mean it's it's mental like you said you can lose a lot of weight and still wake up and feel like you were the day of surgery so it's just really yeah. really really important yeah like but, i wake up uh-huh. and i still feel I don't want to say that bad. I still feel big in my old size. Yeah. Like there's clothes I that do obviously don't fit me anymore and they slip off, but I wear them because I forget. I forget. Oh no, I can't wear that shirt. That shirt's way too big. I can't wear these pants anymore. They slip right off. And it's, that's why it's so important to go be steady about your weight loss and don't go crazy because you're just going to keep, you're going to feed it. And it's, it's a negative feeling when you feel like you have to lose weight because, or at a quick rate because others have. Yes. And it's like, no, like, it's the, I feel like it's the comparison that drives people insane. Yeah. Insane. I have thousands of messages yeah. that say, oh my gosh, you lost da, 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 by this time. And I said, yes, you know, yeah. yes, I did what am I doing wrong? And I'm like, you're not doing anything wrong. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you yourself will know if you're doing something wrong. If you're cheating, if you're not yes. working out, working out, you have to, I know so many yeah. people that don't, that means walking. You can go walk. Yeah. You don't have to. I started my personal trainer two months and I went like, I went hard. I went in and I still am. Mm-hmm. I work out five days a week with a personal trainer, but that's my decision. That doesn't mean yeah. that you're not, you're still going to lose weight. If you don't, it's do just that. at a slower rate. Exactly. You're only lose a pound or two a week, just and you will lose because the amount of calories you're consuming, it's going to happen. Lose. Yeah, you're gonna lose regardless if you work out. Working out is just a little bonus yeah. to lose extra. Yeah. You know, and I feel like compare. And I, I read this quote: "Comparison is, oh, what's it called? Is." like a thief of joy or something yep. like comparison is the thief of joy because, because you don't celebrate your own, you know, things that you need achievements, to celebrate. Yeah, your own accomplishments. Man. And it's like, like me and this lady, we had surgery the same day, same hospital, same doctor, and she's lost more than me. And that's okay. I'm not mad. I'm not, I don't get down on myself. I don't go and binge because why? I'm on my own journey. I don't need to compare myself to others. That's great. She lost an extra 10 pounds. That's wonderful. You know, but she's bigger than me. So of course she's going to lose more. And we were talking about that. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. It's really about our own journey and our own. So what goals do you have? Like think about what goals you want to accomplish before hitting that 12 month mark. And it doesn't even have to be pounds. Like what do you, what, goals you have set for yourself that you really want to achieve by that time? I want to maintain working out. I work out once or twice a week. Okay. I'm not consistent. Okay. And to me, that's something I need to work on just because yes, I work. Yes. I do whatever, but that's, that's not an excuse. Exactly. 
So to me, I already know what I need to do. I need to be consistent with workouts. I need to be consistent and not snack, not, you know what I mean? Snack. And I think my goal for 12 years or for a year, 12 months is just to be consistent in everything I do. Cause that's key. You know, that is key just to, be, to be consistent, you know, and it's, I'm doing fantastic the rate I'm going at, but of course you want to lose a little more before the year, because I've heard the year it's where it kind of goes oh, downhill yeah. from there. And you have to, in the surgery, the tool stops working. It works, but it's at a slower rate. And I can tell you yes. that getting very close to 12 months, it's absolutely, mm-hmm. well, it's true because I yeah. feel like I can eat a lot more. I feel like now, mm-hmm. okay, Paulina, you used your tool for 12 months. It, we it, <laughs> it helped you. And now it's, yeah. what did you learn? Honestly, yes. that's what I feel like my body is telling me now. Like, okay, you did mm-hmm. all this stuff. Cool. Now what yeah. are you going to do with it? Are you going to gain the weight back or are you going to maintain oh. it? That's what yeah. I feel like. I'm literally feel like I was going up and now I'm at the top of a mountain. So now I'm kind of like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? You, you can, have to you can go at tools. this point, mm-hmm. you can go either which way. Exactly. And that's what's scary that's is that your choice. You're holding yourself accountable. It's not anybody else, it's you. Yeah. So either you're going to make it, be yeah. consistent enough that way once I hit 12 months, it's just it's it's a normal habit for me. It's normal to work out 4 or 5 days a week. Yeah. It's normal it's to eat on Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what my goal is. Yeah, you know, and my doctor said that because I was like, well, what should my end weight be? I'm the type of person that I need a to number. see the number. I need to, I need to know what I'm gonna work for. And how do my, they my, to that? And he was said uh, a healthy weight. He, my doc, I love my doctor. He's not like you need to weigh 125 yeah. for your height. My doctor, he's like, the same. yeah, he's like, what do you think? And he asked me, he's like, what do you think? And I was like, I would be okay with 175. And he's like. Then let's do 175. Yeah. He was like, I'm yeah, not going to push that's, you. That's good though. That's good. Yeah. You see doctors that are like, you need to be 120, whatever. Like when I went in yeah. and I was, I was actually like 185. I'm five, mm-hmm. four. Um, I was 185. Same. Yeah. And he, and mm-hmm. he's like, uh, do you want to lose more weight? And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. I'm just asking. Cause I, yeah. I mean, he's like, you're already like, you were 304, you know, you're 185. And I was like, but mm-hmm. I got so I got so thrown off by that question um, yeah. because he looked at me as like, okay, are you done? Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, and I I love that when a doctor listens to you. and doesn't just and I'm not just a patient X. I'm exactly. Dominic, and my goal is to be 175, exactly, and not 120, exactly. not 125. You know, I think that's what makes it's a, a great balance is that when they listen to you and they just advise, you know, because yeah, you could have said, you know what, let's do 150. Let's, you know, lower it. But he's like, okay, whatever you feel comfortable with, that's in a healthy that's range. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. That is the goal. For sure. And so my goal is 175. If I'm, if I feel like I need to lose more, okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to stress. I got to be 120. I got to be 130. I'm okay. Because I'm telling you, today I was talking to, do you follow her name? She goes by, uh, her Instagram name is 365 Days of ESG. Do you follow her? No, I don't. She's amazing. Her name's Lily. Um, Uh She's about a year and a half out, I think. 
she has gotten her breasts done and she has gotten, <gasps> she just got her tummy tuck like two weeks ago. So wow. I've seen her blossom. Like I started following her when she was about yeah. six months post-op. So she was uh -huh. not at her goal weight and I've seen her yeah. fully blossom. And it's amazing to see that. I was just talking to her today during my lunch break and I was telling uh -huh. her how I'm 160 and I'm so happy and I feel so healthy. But then at the same time, yeah. I look at myself and now that I'm at like, semi my goal weight was like 150 but then i okay. think that my loose skin is gonna weigh about that you know whatever i keep going back and yeah forth. but what i told her is now that i see myself all i see is my loose skin so now i'm like not mm -hmm. happy no no i don't want to say that i don't want to say i'm not happy i just want to say now it's another concern yeah now it's something else yeah. to focus on and i told her i would never in a million years be like at 160 think that I was stressing about something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she was like, it's all a journey. It's all a thing. And she's like, you and me are different. I'm married. Yeah. You know, she's not. So she's like, I, I decided to get, cause sometimes I go back and forth with my husband and I tell him I wake up, I can wake up today and be like, babe, um, I want to get my stomach done. And he's like, okay. Then the next day I'm like, no, I want to have kids first. He's like, okay. So it's like every day yeah. is different, you know? It's different. Yeah. And when I was talking to uh, Lily, she was telling me like, we're in completely different journeys, you know, different paths. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she's like, eventually you're going to do it. Eventually you're going yeah. to be happy and content. She's like, but you have mm -hmm. to like enjoy the process and all that. So yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like you start comparing yourself um, to what's going on. Like there's other people that I follow that have got, got the surgery around my time and now they're going through getting skin removal and stuff. And I'm just like, wait, should I be, doing, should I be doing that? You know, and I thought I thought you have to maintain at least six months to a year. They, this is the thing. I honestly, I could have gotten it. So it, it's, it's if you get it covered by your insurance, if you go got anywhere, it. if you, you go to a plastic surgeon, they don't even, I mean, you're going to say it, but they don't even need to know that you got weight loss surgery. They just need to know yeah, they, I lost yeah. this weight and I want my That's tummy it. done, you know? But when you go through um, insurances and stuff, they tell you, like, I remember they said you need to get to 175 and maintain that for six months to be covered got by your insurance. That's got what it. they told me. I don't have that insurance anymore, so I don't even know what my new insurance is, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't care to call because... I don't want to go through my insurance because it's more like of a skin removal. And I, when I get it yeah. done, I want it to be like a skin removal and a tummy tuck are two different things. Skin removal. They're going to yes. focus on just removing the skin, a tummy tuck. They're going to focus on removing the skin and shaping and you and doing yeah. a, a right. I don't want to say it's the right way, but you know, it's going to be better. Of course. So, yes. so yeah, it's just really hard to stop comparing yourself, but it's a natural thing. And I think everyone does it. We're human. Of course it's, it's human. And, I'm, I guess what's, what's driving me is I can't wait to get plastic surgery. I know, like, let me show you my arms. I, okay, so me personally built, I, I'm all around big. Mm -hmm. I don't just have a big stomach. Yeah. Like I have arms mm -hmm. and they're yeah. sagging more because of weight loss. Yeah. I have big thighs. So I'm for sure going to need a full 360. Yeah. I'm going to need arms. I'm going to need a breast lift. I'm going to need and a that's tummy okay. tuck. Gonna, you know, and, and that's, that's okay. okay. I, yeah. I'm perfectly okay with that. And, but I think that's what's driving me is that I can't wait. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see myself for the first time in my new body, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it's going to be amazing. And I see people already getting, um, 
made last surgery or not surgery, um, plastic surgery. I'm like, imagine me in a year, a year and a half. Like, it's going to be crazy, you know? And then I asked my doctor. When you watch this video in six months, you're going to trip out. Oh, yeah. Like, I told you, I watched my first videos and I was like, oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it happens so fast and the time goes by and you're just like, dude, what? You know? Okay, so so tell me why. I don't know, maybe just for me. Well, the first appointment with your primary to actually getting surgery went by so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's just in, it's, in, a, it's in a blink of an eye. Yeah. And my, my waiting period was pretty long. Like I got my, I went to my doctor. I don't even remember. It probably was around this time two years ago, honestly. And uh-huh. then I didn't start my classes till October. I started on Halloween. I remember. Oh, it was, yeah. Okay. It was on the 31st. And then uh, my classes were six months long. My classes mm-hmm. ended and then I, uh, October, wait, November, December, January, February, March, April, April, they finished and I didn't get surgery till August. So it okay. took since the day of the start of my classes to my surgery date was 10 months. And when people, oh, wow, me, that's yeah, a long time. yeah. And when people ask me, they're like, well, I don't want to wait. And I was like, regardless, they're going to make you wait. You're going to wait. Regardless, wait. the time is going to pass and you want mm-hmm. that date to come. And then you didn't even do the classes. You know, or whatever so your what, what classes are I had you to do. About? I had to do six months of classes with Kaiser before my surgery. It was six like months classes of nutrition, classes of, of like of everything with surgery, everything oh, like every. I, I had to go every week, and it was a different topic every week. So my process took I so I when I first went to see my primary doctor, and I told her this was late July of last year, twenty nineteen. I had surgery March of 2020. I didn't have to do nutrition classes. I took one nutrition class for four hours. That's that was it. it. That's crazy. That was it. I, yeah. I I met with the doctor in like a doctor seminar one time, and that was like 15 minutes. I had to do support group two times, and that's what I, I just say, kept like going. Everyone's is different. Everyone's is different. And mine took a total of uh, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Eight months, but just because it was the holidays and the insurance places were closed. Thanksgiving week, Christmas week, New Year's. So I think if it wasn't for the holidays, it would have taken me like five months. Yeah. See, yeah, I had to do six months. That's crazy. I wish they they would have told us to do longer courses. I wish they no, did. it was I, I was like so ugh about it because it was a uh, it was an hour away. It was in San Diego. Um and I had ugh. to go every week. And they were strict, man. Mm-hmm. You couldn't miss more than three. If you if you miss four, you were dropped and you restarted. Wow. Yeah. And people dropped. So um it was a really big commitment for me. I was very stressed out. I probably ate more mm-hmm. than I did my entire mm-hmm. life during those classes. Yeah, which was crazy yeah. because we would go in there and talk about uh-huh. like health and everything. But I really learned a lot, and I feel like that's another part why I'm I'm so like, like just focused on so many things because they taught us so yeah. much, and I really like they give us a binder. It's somewhere over here. Um, it's a binder. I have mine too. Yeah. yeah, it's a binder. So, yeah, and that's the biggest thing. I feel like just everyone needs to remember, like it's your it's your journey. You can't compare to people. Your process can yes. be your waiting process can be ten months. It could be one month. But whatever it yeah. is, it's that's part of your journey. You know what I mean? So of course. that's what's super, super important. And of course. Yeah. Just don't compare. Don't just do you. Mm-hmm. Do of course follow the rules. Follow your doctor. Follow your nutritionist. But at the same time, like this is about you and you only. 
Don't compare to other social media people. Yeah. Don't compare to anything else. Let you them, just do what you feel is right. You. Yeah, like let them motivate you because I get motivated yes. by a lot of people, but don't compare mm-hmm. yourself. Let that be. And I said it the other yeah. day on like my story. I was like, if someone is working out every day, right? It's very easy to be like, uh, how annoying, you know? But then that's what makes me get up. Yeah. Like, wait, I can't skip out on my workout, you know? So I think it's just that. I think it's using social media. Social media can be very, very helpful or very, very toxic. So it's yes. important to really realize if it's helping you or if it's not. And it's important to take a break if you feel like you need to, you know? I've seen mm-hmm. people that kind of take a break because it's too much. So yeah. I think that's just what's super important. And I'm excited for you. And I'm excited to see, like, how you are going to be in six months i mean even like yeah. a month you know no I'm, I'm excited just because i feel like i'm so still so early in my journey yeah you are anything can happen in what the next eight months mm-hmm. anything can happen yeah. you know i can drop another hundred i can yes you know i can and it's crazy to think you know and for me though the scariest thing about this is dating mm-hmm. after this you know, because I have a boyfriend right now. I don't tell a lot of people. So I feel like it's going to be really weird to go out and date and to let them in and let them know. They're like, why aren't you, why aren't you eating? Yeah. And you're like, I can't, you know, yeah. <laughs> like. And again, it's deciding if you're going to be open with that or not, you mm-hmm. know, and there's no right and there's no wrong. Um, yes. And I think that whatever decision anyone makes, that's the right decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just going to be, it's going to be tough, I guess, trying to weed people out Yeah. and to, to be open with someone. Cause you think like you're married, you know, so you don't have to worry about that. I think about that all the time. Like, um, you know, me with my loose skin, like, I don't know how mm-hmm. it would be. I don't think I would feel comfortable. I really don't. I think I would exactly. be more self-conscious. So yeah, I, I, and I'm excited to like talk to a lot more people to really talk about that because I feel everyone's different. You know, I've been married yeah. for 10 years. I got married at 18 yeah. and we grew up together. So it's very different to someone that is just dating or, you know, yeah. is going to start dating or whatever mm-hmm. the whole, you know, situation might be. So yeah. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm, nervous not scared more nervous because okay like yes i have to open up to him i have to do this but not only that but when it comes to intimacy if i don't like my body right now mm-hmm. what makes me think he's going to or what makes it makes me think he's going to stick around mm-hmm. you know so it's it's a struggle for for people who do this who are single because you just don't know you don't you don't and, and I it's feel just... like the only thing I can get I can say with that um yeah. just because I was you know when I was big and stuff it's people really feel the way that you how do I word it people are going to vibe off of how you yes treat yourself the, and the energy you put and out exactly. is what people are going to vibe to if you're self-conscious mm-hmm. if and I and I always go back to like I could get in front of a room and present at 300 pounds and that's because mm-hmm. I was still the one smiling. I was still the one, you know, yeah. saying good morning. I I was always like that. And it's people never really because when people when I tell people that I weighed that, they're like, no, you didn't. I knew you at that 
at that weight, but no, you weren't 304 mm-hmm. pounds. I was like, yes, I was. And I really think that it has to do with how I carried myself because I never carried myself as someone that was like hiding. I was always yeah. like that. And I feel like that goes into detail with like, with dating everything. and with everything, yeah. you just have to carry yourself and you have to love yourself. And that's number one. Mm-hmm. And if you don't love yourself, everyone's going to notice that around you. And then yeah. you're going to, that's, that's how you're going to go into a relationship. And that's how you're going to set that relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I was listening to the first podcast you did. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember her name. What was her name? The first one. So, okay. So oh, she's I, a teacher. I started, she, I, I started a couple back but i officially started now shannon the one two days yeah yes. she's a teacher mm-hmm. yes yeah, so i was listening to that yeah, and one she's dating and her yeah. with the whole dating yeah and then i was just i i'm that thought never crossed my mind dating hasn't crossed my mind i'm more focused on myself yeah but when she brought that up i was like oh shit like mm-hmm. i i gotta I, I gotta put dating into the mix and, and that's now, now I'm like, now. Yeah. I'm not stressed about it, but I'm just like, oh no, like, that this is a new, I didn't sign up for this, you know? And I follow, I yeah, I follow a lot of people that, um, that it's really hard for them. It's really hard yeah. for them because I see people that are open about it straight up in the beginning. Um, and then mm-hmm. I see other people that are not, and then yeah. bring it up six months later and then like show that person a picture and they're kind of like, Ugh you know yeah and that sucks how do you deal with that yeah. you know i think I, yeah, yeah for me right i'm way. gonna have to be just open and honest and like listen this is what i was yeah this is what i am now you either like it or you don't because i'm 26. that's how i would and be honestly i if feel I like married yeah like and i feel like and this may sound stupid but time is passing me by mm-hmm. and I'm not married. It I don't is, have a significant other. It doesn't other. sound stupid because like with me, I've been married for 10 years and we don't have kids. And I feel like that all yeah. the time. So it's, it's, it's very easy to compare yourself. But again, yes. now, this isn't even with weight loss. Yes. This is with life in general. This is with life in general. You and know? like and you it's said, like, I feel what did like your I dad have... tell you? That you're, you are yeah. a late bloomer. <laughs> you're going to blossom yeah. in your 30s. You know, yes. it doesn't matter. It's 2020. And unfortunately, yeah. this year has been crap, but it's 2020 and you don't have to be married at 18. I got married at 18. Yeah. doesn't mean you have to. doesn't mean yeah. people get married at 35, have their first kid at 38. Like, it's who cares, yeah. you know? So I just I feel like now, though, once I do, you know, start dating and stuff, I'm just going to let them know up front. Be like, listen, yeah. this is what it is. I, I don't eat like you will eat. And if you're serious. This is what we're gonna have to do. You're gonna come along, and you're and gonna that's learn. What I was gonna, gonna say. I think the most important part about dating is, I think it's yeah. you have to be open, and they have to be on board. Yeah. Because what if you meet someone that eats like crap, and then leads you back? Yeah. That way? Yeah. I, I now I can't be with someone who is not health conscious nope. because not only will it derail our relationship, it'll derail me. Exactly. And I can't afford to go back. Nope. I can't afford to gain all this weight back that has taken me so much to lose you know and it's like now I have to think long term and be like okay do our values match up or not because if they don't I'm not gonna waste any more time that's okay it's 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 really setting those high standards it really is like 
um, it's so weird because I have a lot of friends my age that are not married and stuff, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it's always kind of like, well, you've been married since you were 18. I was like, no, I get it. And I was like, but like I yeah. said, we've struggled. It's hard yeah. being married since you're 18 and growing up together. Do you know how many, like how many different times we were like, Ooh, maybe our parents were right. <laughs> like, you know, like, you, you know, it, yeah. yeah. But we, like, we grew up together and we work hard and, and, mm. but we both have high standards. And if one of us is kind of like, um, how do I explain it? Like, we tell each other what's up, you know, both of us. Yeah. Like, it's, and you guys have been together for so long. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And I feel like, there's a lot of people that have very low standards. Like if I wasn't married, my standards would not be. I, uh -uh. And if that means <laughs> yeah. that you're single for longer, oh, well, you'd rather be single yeah. for longer than divorced. Yeah, that's true. You know, so that's true. yeah, I think it's just, it, I feel like the biggest thing is just like loving yourself and really, I feel like mm -hmm. everything, like we said, everything's going to fall into yeah. place. And that is exactly dating and, and life, you know? Yeah. But okay, we could talk forever. All of my podcasts, I'm like, dude, we can talk forever. You know, how long has it been? It's I been don't like an, it's been like almost two hours. No, <laughs> yeah, but that's how I always feel, and it's awesome. And like I said, we can talk forever. And I really like I told the other girls like I want to do like a like an update, like like yes. in six months or whatever, because it'd be awesome to see the update. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So that would be. I, I'm so down for yeah. a six month update. Just think you'll be how far along will we be? A year and a half. Yeah. And hopefully, yeah, and I'll ho be hopefully ten months. <laughs> yes, I, I hope we'll so. We'll see. We'll see. I hope so you it's are. all. It's all in God's plan. It is what it is. You know. But I'm just trying to take day by day. Stay on my eating habits and stuff. Yes. So we'll see. And just remember, each day gets better. I know. Yeah. Each day gets better. I know. Well, thank you. Thank you for chatting with me. And thank you for, of course. Thank being you for open me. to being on it. Yes, I'll of course. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>